Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent show discussing topics that women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So join me each week as we conquer, heal, and evolve together. Hey y'all, welcome to an all new, brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. It's your girl, Jessica Janae. Um, I am literally sitting down on a big old Thursday night to record this because I have a very busy weekend coming up. So um, I was like, let me go ahead and record this. And I'll also probably do the same thing, which I know for a fact I'm going to do the same thing with the episode that I'll drop on the 16th because I will be coming back from Jamaica um on that day or i'll be in jamaica that weekend honey i'm not recording a thing in jamaica okay honey so these are going to be pre-recorded episodes i know all my episodes are um basically pre-recorded but like this is like real pre-recording like days and days in advance so um yeah my birthday is coming up march 15th you know if you want to send your girl a cash out blessing feel free to do so or if you just want to email me happy birthday and just show me some love i would really appreciate that like excuse me so make sure you email me at dear sister podcast at gmail.com whether it's showing me birthday love or whether it's um just to get some prayer requests in or if you need some advice or if you just want to chit chat and always feel free to hit me up via instagram um and if you're my facebook facebook friend on facebook however um i love interacting with y'all um and talking to y'all so yeah um Today's episode is going to be Things 28 Taught Me. The year 28 taught me. I am turning 29. This is finally my last. This will be my last year in my 20s. And I truly believe that God is going to blow my mind. And I'm going to take my hands off of what I thought I wanted and what my life what I thought my life would look like and allow God to be God and do his thing. Um, I shared on my Instagram story that sometimes um I have a problem with praying to God about a situation, but then in the back of my mind, I'm still trying to kind of figure out a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, because in other words, I'm telling God, like, I'm going to pray to you because that's what I should do, but I'm going to just have these extra plans or these spare plans just in case um, you don't do what I want you to do or just in case you don't work it out in my favor. And so I'm really trying to step back and allow God to be God because I know that there are things that he wants wants to do in my life I know that there are different levels that he wants to take me to um but we can't he can't do that if I'm trying to be the lord of my own life so I encourage you today to step back and allow God to be God in your life do what you can do and allow God to do the rest if that means that you got to sit still for a while sit still that's one thing that I'm trying to get okay with in this season is not making all these moves as far as like Um, my platform but making more moves like personally and mentally and emotionally and spiritually for myself so that I can be uh, a good vessel or a um I don't want to I don't know how to say it but be like a uh 
Lord, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Basically, I want to be a... I, I, God uses me as a vessel to speak to different women, to speak to some men. Um, but I want to be an even better vessel. So in order to do that, sometimes I got to step back from showing up for everybody else and allow God to build me up so that I can learn how to show up for myself. So that's another word. In this season, you have to show up for yourself. It's okay if you cannot show up for other people every single day. That's totally fine. So I don't know who that was for. But yeah, in this season, um, take your hands off of things and allow God to be God in your life. But also um, be okay with not showing up for other people in order to show up for yourself. So this is going to probably be a part one and part two episode because I still have so many things that the age 28 taught me, the year of being 28 taught me. Um, And so I'm going to share the top eight right now. And this is in no particular order, but these are eight things that I'm the the age 28 taught me or year 28 taught me. And so I'm going to share them with you. And I pray that it blesses you. Um, Number one is that before I let go of my growth, I'll let go of anything or anyone who doesn't respect or align with my growth. Um, And I decided to do that earlier, matter of fact, before I sat down to um, record this episode. um, Last week, I received flowers from this guy that I was talking to. And the card he put with the flowers was, we're not done yet. Give us some time. And... Last night I went to church and got and the pastor said that sometimes God has to expose us to things. So a lot of times we get upset because things don't work out the way that we wanted them to work out. Not knowing that God uses those situations to expose us to things, to change our palate, to change our taste. And so I have been talking to this other guy who I talked to years ago, and he probably gonna listen to this episode, um, but I don't care because um, we don't talk no more either. But um. I know what consistent communication feels like. I know from him what a man who works all day um, but still makes time for you before the night is over looks like and what it feels like. You get what I'm saying? I know what it feels like to have a man who is intimate with you without even touching your body. So now that I have been exposed to those things, that's what I require. That's what I'm going to be requiring from now on. So this other guy, getting back to this guy, he sent me flowers um, last week. And with the car, like I said, it said, um, what did it say? Uh, We're not done yet. Give us some time. But tonight, as I thought about it, I was like, you know what? His communication is still sucky um and I just don't want to be that woman that a man thinks oh let me get her flowers let me send her a sweet text every now and then and that will pacify the underlying issue and the underlying issue is that his communication skills suck terribly and so anybody that doesn't align with where I'm going anybody who doesn't or can't meet my expectations, especially when they're reasonable. Because I always say, what I require, I can give. So if I can give you effective communication, and I teach, you know what I'm saying, kids at that, Monday through Friday, I do this podcast, I do other things, I serve in church. Like, if I can do all that, but you have time to go home and play a video game, 
Um, there's really no excuses why your communication is sucky. So I say all that to say this, that before I let go of my growth, before I let go of the standards that I've set for myself and even some standards that I got to go back and revisit because I've been slacking on those things. Um, before I let go of my growth, um, I'm going to let go of anybody or anything that doesn't align with that or can't respect my newfound growth. And if you don't remember, um, or if you don't know what I'm talking about fully, I, I suggest you go back and listen to the episode from last summer um, before I let go. That was one of my favorite episodes, y'all. Not only was it one of my favorite episodes, but it was one of my highest episodes as far as, like, listeners and downloads. So, yeah, um, make sure y'all go check that episode out before I let go. I think that was, like, in July. Yeah, it was in July because it was at the 4th of July weekend. Number two, it's important to set non-negotiables for your life. For example, I will not wait on others to do what I want to do. So I decided last year at 28 that I was no longer going to be waiting on other people to do things that make me happy. So what did I do last year? I purchased a ticket to go see Ayanna Van Zandt here where I live. Um, I text some people and was like, hey, y'all want to go? And everybody was talking slow. So y'all was like, Jessica, why are you waiting for other people to do what you want to do? And so I decided that I'm not going to wait on other people to do things that make me happy. So you have to set non-negotiables for your life. Um, and I learned that from Miss Roshanda, who's like my mentor, is that it's very important for you to set non-negotiables because if you don't set non-negotiables for your life, you will accept anything, right? And people will think that they can do you and your life any kind of way so another non-negotiable may be um for me if you're trying to date me I expect effective and consistent communication I understand that that may look different every single day that may look different because we're adults and we're busy but I still expect effective and consistent communication so set those non-negotiables for your life and I know that at during my age of being 28, I learned how to set those non-negotiables for myself and stick to them. Again, I need to go back and revisit some of those things because I did kind of slack up just a little bit. But for the most part, I kept those non-negotiables. So, um, And also, this upcoming summer, I'm going to see Sarah Jake Roberts um, in Denver at the Woman Evolve Conference. And guess what? I'm going by myself because I was not waiting for anybody to figure out whether they wanted to go or not. Like, I got the room. I'm ready to see sis. I'm going to meet her. Like, I'm excited. So make sure you send some non-negotiables for your life. And make sure that if you if you require other people to, um, to obtain, like, how can I say it? If you're expecting others to respect those non-negotiables, then you need to make sure that you're respecting those non-negotiables. Because one of my non-negotiables is that you will, anybody that I'm connected to, anybody that I allow access to me, will respect my time, my space, and my energy. And if you cannot do that, then baby girl or baby boy, you will not have access to me, right? But if I'm expecting other people to respect my time, my space, and energy, then I have to respect my own space, my own time, and my own energy. So I can't allow people to waste my time. I can't allow myself to just give my energy to any and everything. You get what I'm saying? So again, make sure you're setting those non-negotiables. Number three, this goes back to last week's episode. Rejection is protection. I remember um, earlier on, in the year of 28 so last year i remember crying to my um 
she's my ex-boyfriend's mom but we have kind of like formed our own relationship outside of me being her son's ex-girlfriend and um I was crying to her one day and I was just like like it just feels like the people that I want they don't want me back and I just was crying and crying and telling her like it's just not fair I feel like I'm being rejected and I hate being rejected and she said Jessica God is not going to allow you to align yourself with just anybody. Dang, I wish I would have said that on last week's episode. Woo! God is not going to allow you to just align with any and everybody. So instead of looking at rejection as a bad thing, as like a condescending thing, like look at it as protection because God is protecting you and even last night after I left church, I was so full off of the word um I got in my car, y'all, and I just started praying, praying to God, telling God, like, Lord, have your way in my life. I don't want my will to be done, but I want your will to be done, right? And as I'm praying and praying and praying, I said, God, thank you for protecting my heart. And it automatically dropped in my spirit. I always ask God to protect my heart. But then I get mad when he removes certain people, when certain relationships don't work out, when certain guys that I like end up not liking me back or they are still, they still have emotional ties to things in their past like I get upset about those things but God is doing exactly what I asked him to do to protect my heart because we see right now but God sees the future you get what I'm saying we see the outer appearance of people but God knows their heart we see right now what we what we think we want for our lives but God knows where he's taking us so stop looking at rejection and I'm telling myself this too stop looking at as at people rejecting you air quotes as a bad thing I always feel like this, or I've recently been feeling like this, that either one, they reject you because they don't see your worth and they don't see your value, or either two, uh, sometimes the people that reject you, some of the men that play with you for a while and then they just stop playing, like they just leave you alone, sometimes those men see your worth, they see your value, and they know that they cannot carry you. So a lot of times the people that reject us are doing a favor. So rejection is protection. In 2019, I lost not only guys that I was talking to, but I lost friends who I thought would be in my life forever. You get what I'm saying? Like people I was real cool with this time last year, they blocked this year and I'm totally okay with that when I say I am okay with that I am okay with that because it used to hurt but now I know that God has a bigger plan and that there are blessings on the other side of people quote-unquote rejecting me number four Ooh, this goes to number three, child. Everybody is not your friend. My mama been telling me that since I was a little girl. But it, during the age of 28, I learned that everybody is not your friend. Everybody that smiles in your face is not your friend. Everybody that comes to you to share what they going through in their life, they drama, blah, 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 blah. They are not your friend. In this season, like, everybody don't get access to me. And that's how I want to keep it. Everybody does not deserve access to you. They don't deserve access to the deep levels or layers to you. You get what I'm saying? And so I learned in 2019 at the age of 28 that everybody is not your friend. Like, I already knew that because my mama used to tell me that. But, child, at age 28, I learned that. I lived through that. And I'm like, God, why am I going through this at age 28? 
But I guess I needed to because I've always been so naive at the fact that I try to see the good in everybody. Even people I don't really care for like that. I try to see the good in everybody. Um, So, yeah. Everybody's not your friend. And number five. Jesus, this go back with number four and number three. Age 28 taught me to keep it cute, sis, at all times. Keeping it cute means to be unbothered by things and people who are beneath you. Last year, y'all, it took everything in me. It was nothing but the grace of God. It was nothing but the power of God. It was nothing but the strength of God that helped me to keep it cute. Because the times that I wanted to clap back at people who were throwing subliminals at me on social media, right? The moments that I wanted to clear my name because people were lying on me. The moments that I wanted to get back at this guy because he disrespected me and, you know, was calling me out on social media. Like, the moments that I just wanted to just step off of my my throne in my little castle, God told me, pray for them. Every time I wanted to clap back, God said, pray for them. Every time I was on Instagram looking for a subliminal meme to post, God said, uh-uh, pray for them instead. And God was building my character last year. Oh, my God. Thank you, God. Last year at the age of 28, God built my character because I always tell y'all, your gift will take you places, but your character will keep you in those places. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, your gift will make room for you, right? But your character will keep you in those rooms that the gift is making for you. So, Last year taught me how to keep it cute. Everything and everyone does not deserve a reaction. Everything and everyone doesn't deserve a reply. Sometimes the best thing you can do is block them and pray for them. I pray that this year we get into a blocking and pray spirit because anybody that doesn't understand that you're trying to keep it cute, block them. So, yeah. And number six. People who treat you wrong set you up for your blessings, but how you respond to those people that do you wrong position you for those blessings. Wow, 28 was a year where God built my character. Like I said, the people who do you wrong set you up for your blessings, but how you respond to those people, how you handle those people position you for those blessings. And I learned that. And again, it was very hard to just be like a bigger person. Sometimes it's hard being a bigger person because sometimes you just want to go off, honey. You don't want to pray. You just want to curse somebody out and then pray about it afterwards. But every time I went to fix my mouth last year, God wouldn't let me do it. He wouldn't let me fix my mouth to curse nobody. He only would let me fix my mouth to pray for them. And when I say pray for them, y'all, like pray for them. Pray, pray. So remember, the people who treat you wrong, who do you wrong, who use you, who mistreat you, who abuse you, who lie your name, who stab you in your back, stab you in your back, whatever you have, um, have you, excuse me, they set you up for the blessings, but how you respond to them will position you for those blessings. And number seven, I learned this and I have to tell myself this all the time, that if it breaks God's heart, it will never be able to satisfy my heart if it breaks God's heart it will never be able to satisfy my heart if sex before marriage breaks God's heart God's heart it will never be able to satisfy my heart no matter how I try to push put it no matter how much I try to dress it up no matter how many times I how many months I go without sex when I backslide like 
I had to get to a point and say, if it breaks God's heart, it will never be able to satisfy my heart. The men that I wanted, some of them, not all of them, but the ones who didn't really align with me spiritually. We were not equally yoked spiritually. They didn't know the importance of a relationship with God, but they was fine. You get what I'm saying? If they if it breaks God's heart, why would it ever please mine? Why would it ever satisfy my heart? So that's what I learned at age 28, and I'm still learning, and I still have to remind myself. And I was just using sex as an example, y'all. Um, but if it breaks God's heart, it will never be able to satisfy your heart. And last but not least for today, there is a little girl in you who needs to be nurtured. Um, there's a little girl in you who is really in need of you being a mother to her. Um, and for my fellas, there is a little boy in you who needs you to be a father, a father to him. And I didn't learn that until a few months ago is that we all have love languages, right? And if we are not careful and if we're not feeding those love languages, if we're not nurturing the little person that lives inside of us, they will try to um, get in the way of us moving, moving into what God has for us. And so this year at 28, as I go into 29, God spares my life. I am trying to be intentional with nurturing the little girl inside of me. So, for example, words of affirmation is one of my top love languages. I can't expect other people to always say nice things to me. I have to pour into myself. I have to speak positivity into myself. You get what I'm saying? Quality time is one of my love languages. So, if I'm not giving the little girl inside of me quality time, that's going to make her want to get attention from any and everybody, child. And every all attention ain't good attention. Alright, so I learned at 28 that there is a little girl inside of me who needs to be nurtured, who desires to be loved, who deserves to be loved, and I'm the person that can give it to her. Um, so this is part one. I think I'm going to come up with another few things to share with y'all, um, but 28 was a year that God did some great things through me. Um, I released two of my books. Um I lost one of my friends to cancer. Um, I didn't really do any speaking engagements, but I was still speaking here on the podcast. My podcast grew. Um, Age 28 was, it was a year. But God is faithful. And I know the same guy that killed me through age 28 I'm trusting him to do the same for age 29. And so I hope that these gems, these Jessica-isms, as people like to call them, um, that as I learn them and as I share them with you, that you're able to apply these to your life. Because I can't help you. I can't keep you from making the mistakes. But if you can learn from me, if I can share my story with you and kind of help you not to like make the same mistakes exactly the same mistakes as me then I feel like I've done my job um so yeah I hope y'all have a wonderful week um I'm leaving for Jamaica on Thursday if the Lord spares my life um and I'm excited to be with my friends and to enjoy Jamaica 
And yeah, so y'all pray for me. I'm praying for y'all. I love y'all. Make sure that y'all hit me up at Dear Sister Podcast at gmail.com. Um, and if you want to follow me on Instagram, make sure that you do that at Jess Jessica Janae. So that's J E S S Jessica Janae, J E N A, Jess Jessica Janae. And for my inspirational page where I make out my videos, released women released women because we are really breaking some chains god is delivering us from some things and um i'm excited to do life with y'all i love y'all i hope y'all have a great week i'll see y'all next week